I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ever since the day of Dante's sentencing, I've wondered what our criminal justice would look like, justice system would look like if we tried to approach it the way Mr. Thomas did. What if we came to see that justice requires accountability but not vengeance? What if we came to understand that equal protection under the law, including equal protection for black victims too long denied it, doesn't have to mean the harshest available punishment? What if we endeavored to make the lives of black victims matter without policies that led to the mass incarceration of black defendants? What if we strove for compassion, for mercy, for forgiveness? And what if we did this for everybody, including people who have harmed others? From a policy perspective, this would mean expanding recent reform proposals, instituting pretrial diversion programs to funnel people into drug treatment instead of prison, funding public defenders adequately, and giving discretion back to judges by eliminating mandatory minimums, building quality schools inside juvenile and adult prisons, restoring voting rights to people who have served their sentences, or better yet, allowing people to vote while incarcerated, and welcoming, not shunning and shaming, those who are returned from prison these ideas would have been ridiculed as hopelessly naive or soft-headed as recently as a few years ago but now for the first time in 40 years they are getting a hearing the collective work ahead is to deepen and broaden these efforts all the while ensuring that they don't remain limited to the category of nonviolent offenders hey welcome to the black Test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are ready to do some podcasting on uh wednesday took yesterday off yes from the regular show but i did do a this too much with bossy mm-hmm. i just was like i'm gonna take a nap okay and i took a nap you and sleeping I hard dude woke up and it was like nine o'clock or something i said ah fuck it it's time to watch star girl okay that's what happened y'all um but uh yeah so we're doing the show today uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is uh excerpt is from locking up our own uh by james foreman jr um and uh you know i read this book uh like last year sometime maybe two years ago and um i just thought it was a great book um you know i'm not what i would call a prison abolitionist i'm not what i would call someone who's gonna abolish the police or whatever i'm not that radical and that's okay um but but i don't think the status quo is tenable i don't think what we have now is good um and i don't know that just a simple reforming and reframing with a few new ideas or measures is going to stop the killing of black people and the incarceration of black people um but after reading this book i i love the book because one it puts so much into context you know and i think we're living in an age where context is secondary to everybody's point right like nobody gives a fuck now if uh something makes sense no one gives a fuck if what why things happen in a you know everything now is they want to put it in a vacuum they don't want to let you let your brain process like how do things get to a point um and this book gave me so much context for the you know i lived through a lot of this stuff but for a lot of stuff i didn't live through the heroin epidemic of the 70s uh the violence of the 80s the um 
lawlessness in the black community because police refused to do their jobs in the black black community and then of course this made a cry for policing because black people had been there before there's nothing that we have tried that we there's nothing new under the sun there's nothing we haven't tried you know that's why i don't really i don't believe in that where i'm not my ancestor shit we have fought in every single way you know we have fought every type of battle and um the crux of this book gets down to something at the end and i find i find what he is advocating for to be so revolutionary and yet so simple and it's the smallest thing that many black people that are around me you know many black people i follow they're not really willing to do and i don't blame them because i can't always do it but it it centers around the idea of forgiveness something that's essentially gone to the wayside yeah people get mad when they find out a black person forgave something racial when a black person you know they turn on they turned on that dude that uh was harassed in central park because he wasn't vindictive enough about that white woman losing her job he wasn't celebrating it um and the that's why i think at the core of it i don't believe all this shit is going to come to pass where we reform our criminal justice system because even black people who have been abused by the system don't want to believe in forgiveness and i don't blame them because i can't always make it to forgiveness you know um and that is what the system is truly feeding off of the inability to 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 forgive the inability to say i still believe and have hope in this person being a better person yes yes easier said than than done um and everybody feels differently about forgiveness and how they should forgive. It's the individual walk. Um, I know for me, I'm not perfect and I fuck up. So I am more apt to forgive because I want the same forgiveness given to me when it's my turn because nobody's perfect and one day you're going to fuck up and you're going to have to ask for forgiveness. You know, children ask for forgiveness for their parents and parents should ask for forgiveness from their children because parents fuck up and do their children wrong. But, you know, the way society is, you have this authoritative position in parents and parents, I don't fuck up, I don't never do nothing wrong. Yes, you do. As a parent, you're not perfect. You make errors, you make mistakes. There are things that you could have done better uh, in, and but that's okay. And I think because people are so angry and people are so mad people are so upset that they're seeing red everything is vengeance 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 but somewhere in there in my opinion for some people in order to move on there has to be forgiveness or else you're going to permanently stay stuck on mad and that doesn't benefit anybody because i'm gonna tell you right now upset people should not be running the ship yeah i just think um everybody has it in them the capacity to forgive and the capacity not to and with a lot of with us knowing how rigged the system is and how it's weaponized against black people how many of us don't practice forgiveness for other black people even right they make an infraction and it's forever you know they say something we disagree with it's on site forever like there is no coming back to the flock there is no 
letting stuff go and i'm only talking social infractions right right so we're not even getting into criminal infractions because it's hard for me to believe the same people that's gonna hold a gripe against kanye west for the rest of his life are gonna forgive the guy who robbed them i don't believe them yes because uh particularly on social media forgiveness is not something that's rewarded what's rewarded is just being mad all the time what's what's rewarded what gets the most tweets the most eyes what draws the most attention is me calling you out bringing you to the carpet or dragging however you want to call it you know in various different forms uh that's rewarded and so uh for a lot of people uh if you start talking about forgiveness a lot of times depending on on how on what circles you roll in you're gonna have to let them circles go because the people are going to be mad and they will never forgive and the thing is um what i'm saying i know isn't popular Mm-mm. what i'm saying is something i can't always aspire to i don't always make it to this you know but i i try i do try my best i think there is value in forgiveness not not for the person being forgiven but for me selfishly it forgiveness is a thing that helps me to move on some people say they move on without forgiving but i've watched them they don't you know what i mean and, and, and you you can tell you can you can feel right. the energy you yes. can feel the, feel yes. it in their spirit it, yeah, they right. can't move on right you know you we're can, getting a bit ethereal here a bit hippie but that's the truth yes uh you can tell uh because like i said uh i can't speak for anybody else but i know this is something that i've struggled with uh for things that have been done to me and i said i forgave but i really didn't forgive because anytime certain people names came up or anytime i saw a picture or anytime something reminded me of them the 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 thing would swell up in me like it was brand new almost like the the flame in my heart that anger would come back again and the longer i lied to myself and let it stay dormant when it came back it was even stronger because it actually just sat there dormant just waiting to be be brought up again but when you truly 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 be like you know what i am truly going to let this go um a lot of times uh it's very hard to truly let stuff go because your mind will actually put stuff on repay on repeat and 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 like it's fresh in your mind constantly and you know it's very hard to get to the point where there's a difference you can forgive and not forget because i think a lot of people treat those things the same if i forgive that means i forget and that's not true i can forgive you and still remember i can forgive you and still protect myself i can forgive you and still move on i can forgive you and still make uh, uh accommodations around me that uh this thing won't happen again because a lot of times you end up losing friendships families loved ones and stuff so focused on your un you you're not forgiving that you don't even focus on things that are actually happening around you that can actually benefit you and people trying to I, i'm speaking for myself people trying to reach out to you and you're not wanting to hear them because you're just so fueled with anger and 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 rage and you're just so upset but when i got to the point where i was like i am truly 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 going to forgive it was like a burden was lifted off of me my, i i felt lighter you know because it weighs you down you know because i've got to the point how am i going to allow you to have this much control over my life and you have probably moved on and sometimes you're mad at somebody and they don't even know the fraction that they've done to you because sometimes people are mad at 
people and they don't express it so you're mad and you're upset at somebody for something that they didn't even know that they did wrong to you and the thing about forgiveness a lot of times when it comes to forgiveness everybody thinks well, that hold up this is not about people that don't know they did something wrong i mean when we're talking about criminal justice shit you're typically talking about people that know they stole from you they robbed you they beat you right they did this so this isn't just a you holding a grudge for no reason on some social shit uh, like this is the next level right right like, this, like this, they're this, even this, less this, willing to forgive this shit right then this is the next level but but you were talking socially first and so that's why i went into that because that also goes on into if i'm not willing to forgive for that no i'm not willing to forgive for these other things right and, i can't and, believe the same people that hold grudges forever are prison abolitionists i don't correct i don't believe it and that's one of the re- the core of a lot of this shit comes down to that like james foreman kind of reduces and a lot of prison abolitionists police prison reform um police reform people do this they hit the crux of his inf- of his argument comes down to the individual story and the individual stories is about this kid named dante and how this man essentially uh forgave dante and went to court and advocated even as the victim of dante advocated on dante's behalf and the judge gave him another chance and dante you know later went on and i'll read that passage later another time but like it's about the fact that that man was brave enough to to see dante as a full human being and forgive him for what he had done to him and not just see him as a statistic to be thrown out or a person who would harm me so therefore he must be uh put into the prison system and given the harshest punishment because what i believe is that we hold on to these grudges and gripes and stuff because many times it is a privilege quote-unquote that is only afforded to whiteness and so black people want to hold on to the grudges now because we've never been allowed to have grudges before we've never been allowed to hold on to them Our, our our lives as well as our feelings have never been validated so that feels like validation when someone says hey you're you're right you're right this person stole from you now what do you want done with them and this is the first time any of us have any level of power in some cases and yeah it does feed the system but it's each it's a bunch of individual choices that lead to a system that does this and it is our complicitness in it and our willingness to to throw each other out in order to prove that we are human and that we matter and so the way that we've been showing that we matter and exist is to be like this motherfucker right here sold uh crack to my aunt i want them to go to prison forever because that is also showing that my life matters and we've been complicit in that you know and Mm -hmm. looking at it now it's like well this 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 also helped destroy our community because anytime there's a system in america it's going to be set upon uh a white supremacist chessboard so you so you're never gonna have the 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 even playing field that it seems it's always gonna bend towards some type of white supremacy even if they abolish the cops whatever replaces the cops is gonna bend towards white supremacy if no one has any plans um and so um but but because this man forgave dante um then that man put his ego aside dante goes on to be like a construction worker it's not like it's some great and then he was president it doesn't matter his life mattered and he got another chance and he was able to make something with it 
and there's a lot of dantes in prison right now mm-hmm. and, and those dantes aren't just all getting there because some shit they did to white people 99 percent of them are in there because of some shit dealing with black people whether it's selling drugs to black people whether it's being within the community and violence with the, to black other black people whatever it, a lot of those crimes are gonna be they're in there because of things that the other side of that coin is black people and i think um right now in this climate where we're talking about reforming the police or abolishing the police or abolishing prison or restructuring prison whatever words you want to choose and i know the words do matter but i just i'm just saying this a catch-all um in the middle of this conversation i keep coming back to dante and i keep coming back to this thing and i don't know that people black or white or any other race in america have it within them in this moment to practice the radical forgiveness that it would take because we like to say the shit on a systemic level but on an individual level am i gonna look at my rapist and be like i don't think prison is right for this person yeah am i gonna look at my at the person who murdered my family member and say that because that's what it requires that's what everyone keeps skipping over i watched i watched the 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 daily social distancing show obviously i love the daily show and trevor noah had like a 30 minute interview with a bunch of uh black activists and and one white man who they, they talked about prison reform abolishing the police reforming the police defunding the police all this stuff and it's a great interview everyone should go check it out trevor noah i'm telling you guys he is he's the best at this fucking job if you're not watching that shit is really on you he does nothing but get better every day and he has some conversations that you will not see anywhere else on mainstream tv period and they're very black discussions that gear towards us and it's a real shame that people try to like destroy that dude before he got started and then when he turned out to be good at the job and was supported at the job you folded your arms and walked away that's that's really a shame uh, on all of us too because he's really uh good at that job anyway um he did this interview with them he asked a bunch of relevant relevant questions that i wanted to hear you know and they had a bunch of topics that i wanted to hear and i'm sure they could have talked much longer i'm sure they edited some of that down and all that stuff but um the thing i noticed in all these different discussions is that people like to skip over the holes in their argument or the situations that are tough you know we talked about this on monday i believe where i was like people don't like to give any slack in these arguments online because they're afraid that if they admit there's a gray area that you'll just go fuck it and i'm just gonna go back to what we have you know even though what we have is fucked up and untenable and all that i i just ah whatever you said you couldn't have you didn't have all the answers um but i love this discussion because you know it was kind of that thing where i i learned more i appreciated what they were talking about but it just but i still have questions even after watching that interview mm-hmm. um and i think with the discussions we're having right now and what we're seeing trending online and stuff um is now a time for people to to be educated and to be educating themselves the knee-jerk reactions and responses are not helpful helpful or healthy and the fact that people know that there's going to be knee-jerk responses and instead of reaching out with resources and shit they're just slamming people down is going to come back to haunt this moment this is a moment on the precipice of change that we're never going to get 
or we haven't had in my opinion in my lifetime i don't know that we've had a moment like this where white people want to listen and want to do what black people are telling them to do i don't think we've had this moment maybe you could argue after the la riots in 92 maybe um that's about it you know i can't i i not even during yeah i there's never been a time in my life uh, maybe after reconstruct maybe during reconstruction yeah like, like but i wasn't in alive my life right yeah i wasn't alive for that shit Me maybe either. after mlk died i wasn't alive for that shit Mm-mm. but this is a time where black people are getting to ask some things and get answers for things they may not be the answers you want but they're but but people are moving in these directions and you know this has come to pass before and in many cases we question the progress that was made no matter what and this is what is going to happen no matter what progress is made in these moments we will look back and the generation after this will say it wasn't enough or it wasn't right or we made the wrong decision it doesn't matter what decision you make Mm-mm. that this is one of the few times where black people kind of get to be in the driver's seat and you know whether it's abolishing the police and then we have lawlessness in the black community and people feel like this is not what i wanted like maybe like maybe that'll be it or maybe it'll be you know we defund the police and then it's like detroit where you call the cops and they don't show up for an hour and everybody's dead you know mm-hmm. i don't know what it's gonna look like mm-hmm. it, you know um but what i do think is um it's not helpful to kind of yell at these motherfuckers who who are like i don't understand you know and i think that's that's what it's going to come down to because if you can't even if you can't even summon the patience to talk to a person who wants to be on your side but doesn't understand what you're talking about i'm not talking about trolls i'm not talking Mm -hmm. about conservative people that that you know some racist motherfucker that's just trying to fuck with you i'm not talking about them talking about i'm seeing people not even have patience with folks who are just like i never even heard of this term right and they're just like read a book motherfucker you're like jesus christ like they're definitely not reading that book now and they're probably gonna be like well fuck this movement i'm out and that is a real thing people the same way we have emotions as black people the people that come in and want to learn whether they be black white whatever they got emotions too yes they do they've been dealing with this shit too and on whatever terms they're dealing with it so you know like this is a time where people need to be a little more fucking gentle on an individual level because if you want to build a coalition you gotta build it you can't build it through only destruction you you want to get enough people on your side to to move the government to move politicians to move uh the populace and you're not gonna do it by just fucking yelling at everybody that doesn't already know what all these terms mean um so that's what i've been thinking about you know defund the police means different shit to different people same Mm -hmm. thing with abolish the police because i've seen people that say hashtag abolish the police and then they go on and explain what abolition means to them and this and it's it's different than just you know we cut the budget and everybody turns in badges and guns and goes the fuck home you know it's like what is this what does this mean and people need to start fleshing out these answers because the platitudes are not enough it's enough for twitter obviously you know abolish the police trends and put it on a t-shirt all that shit but then when people actually say hey we believe you we think you have a point what is the plan and you just go fuck a plan fuck you go read a book i don't know how the fuck that's supposed to help anybody it it doesn't and uh 
you know it's one of those things to where you're asking people people understand and people know the system the current system we have is fucked up but it's the system that we have you're asking people to look at the system that we have and do something different most people would agree okay i want something different i want a change there's different forms to these changes there's there's different ways you can do this and people are trying to learn what exactly does defund mean like how is it going to look when it's implemented in real life you know how is it going to look on my street and on my block how is it going to look um and people act like there's something wrong with you when you come up with really valid, valid questions that they don't have the answers to. And because we live in an age where people just don't want to say, nigga, I don't know. You know, they they give you these buttery, flowery, you know, sugary coated answers. And I'm looking like, but that don't answer the question. And that's where I come back down to what James Foreman Jr. said. And it's what a lot of black people are rejecting right now. And they, they won't be able to see the connection in what I'm saying, but it's absolutely true. It's, there aren't two ways about this. It's the reason that people mock Nicki Minaj for marrying a dude that went to prison for rape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they really don't see that dude as a human being it's that valuable. could be redeemed and that right. they don't believe any of that. They don't nope. like that she married him or is dating him and they and that means something they think it doesn't mean anything you can't be banned the box and also i won't live next to a person who's been to prison you can't be both of those things at the same time so you know um and at the core of it is on that individual level if you don't accept that there needs to be forgiveness as a value in society as a value a guiding principle none of this shit matters not a, like not a fucking word of it is true if you don't believe that and people don't believe that you know um so i would like to see because i can tell from the way they approach shit they don't believe that so if it's all bullshit then leave me the fuck alone you know um but yeah i think that's a big part of it man is and then and so um i'm not even gonna play the ring rainbow music let's just get into it but so the other thing too with this is people are looking at the definitions right so from what i've gathered um uh from just online right and i mean like i've read a couple articles and stuff um but it appears to me not all of this stuff is set in stone so there's a lack to me of specific plans to make this shit work and different activists have different plans and because of the way that new activism is kind of coordinated where we don't have a leader and we don't have a a board and everyone's a leader and everyone has an opinion um which sounds great until you try to order a pizza right like right like all this shit sounds great until you paying for it till you gotta make some decisions i'm not talking about who paying for it i'm just saying if you're in a room of 10 people and you go who wants pizza and they go oh we all kind of want pizzas like well what do y'all want on it well i'm not a leader everyone i think everyone should get an opinion and it's like well one pizza with everything on it and motherfuckers like i don't eat anchovies i don't who ordered the anchovies on top of the pineapple i who's i i don't can i get my own individual one slice of pizza like that's what you end up with and i think 
people don't want to reconcile with that because if you say you're a leader and you say you have a plan you also end up being beholden to the flaws in that plan right you also end up also end up being responsible for implementing that plan responsible for putting people in place to implement these plans you know it's hard for me to listen to uh, you know it's my personal opinion obviously but it's hard for me to listen to activists that refuse to participate in um any level of political office with people running or to meet with people but at the same time say we'll have these plans and then the politicians will implement them why would they how would they you're not even willing to talk to them about it Mm -mm. so like that to me that's silliness you know and maybe we have to grow out of that or maybe that's just some radical shit i just will never be able to completely curl it's like someone writing into this show i don't listen to your show fuck your show you ain't shit but can you uh change the way you do your format of your show no No. you Mm -hmm. didn't invest in this i'm Mm -hmm. not doing shit for you no you know and so i think you know it's kind of a interesting time where we're seeing this stuff change on the fly and maybe from the long distance of history we'll feel differently but um so what i've seen out there is like defund the police means a couple of things the main thing it means is to take the money out of the budgets of these cities that go to police some of the time the police get budgets that are like half the city budget and shit sometimes over half um and if you've been around since 9 11 you've watched the police become militarized and weaponized in a way that policing was never meant to be in the united states Mm -mm. yet there's no the terrorists are never going to hit ferguson so why the fuck is there you know police in ferguson to have a humvee or a tank or military uh they ain't never going down the street of rock hill south carolina yeah or military um 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 body armor why do they have these things okay because if you have those things guess what you're gonna do you're gonna use those things right if you have tear gas you're gonna want to use the tear gas if you have uh shields and riot gear you're gonna want to use that if you have swat stuff you're gonna want to use that if you have uh, vehicles designed for you know crowd control you're gonna want to use it and so we when people say defund i think they're talking about taking away these budgets talking about um keeping you know the weaponry the vehicles the um you know the body armor all this stuff out of their hands and i could not agree with them more i this shit needs to go i don't like i don't know who the fuck could possibly be looking at what the police do even during these peaceful protests where they are beating black people over the fucking head pushing old men down anyone who sees that and thinks there's not a fucking problem here is 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 insane and it may not be that uh i don't believe that that you can just pass some new rules they need to not have the toys they don't know how to play with them you know so they need to give all the shit back they need to not have so many people employed by the police you know when someone's pulling you over for a fucking speeding ticket or some shit and and you and you fucking get your license registration out look up and there's fucking 10 police officers around yes that's happening to me you be scared shitless you be like the fuck there's too many of them and they're too afraid of us so the people they have don't even need to have that job you know um and i'm sure every cop has a story of some motherfucker that tried to kill them i'm not i'm not trying to i'm really not trying to belittle that because Mm -mm. i'm sure that is a traumatic experience right but when the answer to that traumatic experience is to weaponize your trauma that's not okay we can't be like well you'll never get over that one domestic violence case where the dude tried to beat you up so here's a gun and anytime you feel scared pull the trigger and we'll defend you in court 
police unions need to go these are not unions like for workers these are not unions like for school teachers um defund the police um more people need to get behind this because and i i believe because um people keep thinking it's gonna be like the police budget goes to zero and then the fucking cops just Mm -hmm. go home and then there's no police anymore and motherfuckers are going doing whatever they want that's not what it is and that's sad that people haven't explained it thoroughly enough and 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 maybe they should have used a different terminology i will give you that but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i'm this is our platform so let me explain it right so now we don't have to worry about that question here defund the police is something different than abolish the police right Mm -hmm and i think more people would be behind this because the idea of going from we have police that are terrible to we don't have any police at all is something that most people will not be able to imagine or support and i'd rather win some than win none right because Because we're not getting to abolish the police from where we are now Mm -hmm. today we're not going to get there that fast um and i think that's an important step so the other thing too is like you know this will require us you know defunding some of the uh taking that same money and then flux putting it into systems that prevent crime things like um when you call 911 police should not show up for your relative who's having a mental health crisis because often they end up killing these people they're not professionals trained for any of that they have guns and that's what they want to do is use the gun you know so there should be a completely different number with resources where we can have somebody come out and 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 help to uh either calm down or de-escalate that situation something that we don't have right now you know even when people aren't violent we have people getting killed by the cops getting shot by the cops you know the while they're you know uh in a mental crisis you know that's not okay um you know i do think we need to also have uh situations where we're giving money to schools we know for a fact schools and schools the money you don't put in schools you put in prison yes we know for a fact there have been study after study after study that's shown you hey if you don't fund your schools you always end up funding the jail so why can't we flip that fund the fund the schools and then we won't end up having to fund as much jail we know this for a fucking fact you know um the 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 defunding our teachers we're paying some of these officers you see them get you know in these articles all the time this guy got suspended he makes 150k a year and i'm like we don't pay teachers shit Mm -mm. they struggling most of them end up purchasing a lot of their own school supplies teachers have to buy their school supplies teacher in charlotte north carolina people are having to privately fund the sporting um the sporting events at schools at public schools y'all yeah so you got schools where it's like you gotta buy your kids uniform you need to but we gotta buy basketballs we gotta that is that is ridiculous we have cut the budget that low here a very black city by the way we have cut the budget that fucking low here as the population continues to spread as the population continues to grow we are cutting the budgets for our schools what does that mean 10 years from now what does that mean 20 years from now we have police officers in our fucking schools so what happens now when a kid acts up it becomes a criminal thing this is no longer a thing that is handled in school this is no longer we are now outsourcing this to fucking law enforcement we talk about these issues all the time on the show i'd be a fucking hypocrite 
to come up in here and be like nah this defund the police shit i don't i don't get it i don't fuck with that like no i absolutely do fuck with that that is not that radical but unfortunately because it's being explained by the most it's like socialism it's being explained by the by the most asshole people on twitter so you end up with people with a with a visceral reaction as a human being to the way they talk and it's scolding everybody you're like well fuck you then you know but this idea is it is time you know it's beyond time how many times have we talked about prison and been like they charge you to fucking talk to your family people that don't talk to their family are more likely to recommit another crime and be right back up in prison yes so they're literally feeding themselves off of you if you don't have the money to keep yourself out of prison again you're done you know um so we have to change the police numbers man the way they budget um the way they get money because police also are money making organization for these cities yes they are okay this 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 black tax they put on us with warrants and and all kinds of stupid ass like uh rolling stops and just stay in our communities looking for any fucking small iter utterance of the like just any small iteration of us fucking up the law right any oh this motherfucker right here threw a a plastic bag on the ground littering oh oh this motherfucker right here standing in front of his building loitering oh let's just stop and frisk them and hope we find some weed cool we know for a fact that studies show white people use drugs more than black people white people violate the law in their cars more than black people black people still go to jail jail way more because they are fucking making a tax on our lives that's what the that's what the police are they're just another wing of a system that is traumatizing and penalizing black life in america so i don't have any loyalty to the police i don't have any loyalty to the idea of their sense of law and order they have never protect and served me they've served us up but they've never protect and served us they don't do that duty you know is would i have a problem with the police if they treated us the way they treat white folks probably not. no right and it's that- the reason white people don't have a problem right so that would be different because the white people have minimal police in their neighborhood police only come when they're called and they call and they do the job they're supposed to do and then they fucking leave now unfortunately that doesn't seem to be on the goddamn table for black people so i say you just defund their ass we're always on the other end of the stick you know i would love for a, a cat to get stuck in a tree and i feel like comfortable i could call the police you know i've been in situations where i i probably should have called the police and was like i don't know if they gonna come and kill me or come and kill this other person i don't want want anyone to to die die. you know like this shit is crazy you know so i don't know how anyone can look at what is happening in the world today and you know really feel like this idea is too crazy you know what you don't think hospitals need money you don't think uh schools need money like you you you, are you living in a jurisdiction where every time a fucking bond comes up for schools or new roads and shit it keeps getting shut down you don't think these communities need money like instead of gentrifying these communities how about we fucking restore some of these black communities so that we you know so we're not just displacing black people over and over and over again in our cities they move from the south side to the north side to the east side to the west side every 10 to 20 years so i think you have to see what before you get all scared of these words um i think you have to see that these words 
did not arrive today the like the the slogan might trend today the idea has been out there for a while if you look at the preponderance of evidence if you've been listening to this show for more than today then you know every fucking it's like like clockwork every day there's a story where cops did this cops did that prisons are doing this prisons doing that you know that the summation of all of that evidence leads to one thing which is at best right we have to reform the entire way police do work now because this is kind of a radical thing that's been going around on twitter and shit with defund the police you have a lot of politicians and a lot of people that are like scared of it right away and i don't blame them because the groundwork hasn't really been done to educate people and everyone that's asking questions is basically getting lambasted and and um and i'm sure that those people who ask questions actually represent way more than just themselves they represent the majority of people in the united states who are hearing about this term today right so that's not i don't think that's a good way to teach them but um i've seen where biden and sanders both said they're not with defunding the police they actually want to provide them with more resources for training and to give them more money to uh you know to monitor uh police officers and to change these different things and i'm not even necessarily against that stuff um as far as the programs my thing is why they need more money to do that they already got too much money how about y'all sell some of them fucking vests or something you know how about this don't take the humvee out this weekend and use that money for the training they have too much money as is like i don't want to defund the police i want to refund the police okay i want i have a 90 day receipt okay i know it's been after 90 days i mean because it's your taxpayers money i want my motherfucking money back that's what i want i don't want the, the i don't want to see just uh let's not increase the budget nigga come back give me okay motherfuckers out here can't even clean the subway every day until covid hit like what is going on out here yeah they got potholes in the street for years that won't yeah, be fixed right motherfucking water is dirty in people's cities come and shit. like it's so much shit this money could be going to where these niggas don't have to stunt i don't even see cops riding together in cars no more each of these niggas got their own car what happened i watched all these buddy cop movies i was told y'all be in the car mad at each other making jokes and now i look up and this niggas just riding dolo come on y'all got too much money you know little podunk towns with like six people in them and niggas riding around and fucking humvees with goddamn uh assault rifles and shit what what who are you right because we seen it i was like the fuck is this like y'all gotta get the fuck out of here man so um you know so i would say that man um i don't think that idea is that radical now the um abolish the police idea is radical and it is probably beyond most people's perception to imagine a world without police at all um and i i mean part of that's indoctrination right we're americans we were raised in church we were raised in a a world where things happen and we feel like justice is something happening back to the person that did the thing um and i think that idea to me is the one that is probably the more flaky one because when you start asking questions that's when people start shifting and and giving Mm -hmm. you non-answers right and i noticed the non-answers and i don't i like i feel like the abolish 
police people are trying to gaslight folks and i wish they would just come out and be honest and say we don't have all the answers and we are kind of hoping to make this up on the fly i wish they would say yeah to just tell people the truth because when people start asking like the real questions that actually matter people are dismissed because when you tell somebody okay i want to abolish them and the next question is what will take its place because bitch something's going to take its place i'm sorry you know i understand you want to abolish abolish it and then what well i'll give you a great example abolishing slavery right the abolition of slavery i think everyone would agree great thing we all agree you that's what should have been done what took its place right um sharecropping in many cases which is essentially slavery with more steps shout out to rick and morty you know so you like this idea of i'm so pure i refuse to engage in any part of the solution i just am here to destroy the institution seems cool on social media it's a great stance to take to make yourself look good and to pat yourself on the back but then when i'm like so what are you leaving us to right what then becomes the program you know um in the daily show you know i think trevor noah asked about this and then one of the women one of the people that was there was like well i have a daughter you think i don't worry about my daughter getting kidnapped i mean you know and that was her answer and i was like that's not a fucking answer no that is not no no offense to her you know but you're you're shuffling the deck on me and playing cards if somebody gets kidnapped in the world where we don't have fucking police what does that mean what is the answer what is people want to know that's not right. they're not assholes for wanting to know they don't they're not against you because they have a question and a real legitimate concern if even if we don't have police as much crime is uh, a function of cr- police creating criminals and mm-hmm. as, a, as a as a resource and all this shit i get that i get that not not against you there is going to be crime still yes so then what does that mean for me what does that mean for you what does that mean for our society what does that mean for even restorative justice like people don't want nebulous answers of it's gonna be different for every situation Mm -hmm. and how do you feel like that that people don't want to hear that that's not an answer because for me bitch i want to know what happened to the people that go fuck your restorative justice i don't care about your rules what are you going to do with the people that are habitual people who are like fuck it i'm gonna rape rape is what i do what are the people like i'm gonna rob rob is what i do okay how many times i get caught this is what i do what do you do with those people because those people do exist yeah i think that's a big that's the big that's the big thing that they don't want you to talk about right and and they just kind of make fun of you for asking as if it's not a real concern it's valid you know i don't know if they just never had it happen to them or if they're just so gung-ho that they don't give a fuck about other people feeling a way about it or maybe that's the answer is that nothing's gonna happen you know maybe maybe they are scared to say that you're gonna have to learn to forgive people that that do horrible things to people and we're just gonna have to let that go it, it, either way right, right. you need to answer it right right because I, I i need to know because this is the thing i can forgive you and still be like lock you up i can do both i can say i forgive you for what you've done to me but you need to go to jail i i as a victim <laughs> have that right yeah some people will argue that 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 you can't do both you know or maybe in this system you don't have that option anymore 
right and you know and if that's the case just say it just i just need to know like it's it's like they want me to go look behind door number one look behind door number two and then i go okay so i before i pick what's behind them you know and they go one of them they're like we can kind of tell you what's behind this okay we're going to take this money we're going to put it in other resources we're going to strip down the police department we're going to make sure they don't have as many people they don't have as much power they don't have as many weapons blah blah we're going to put more money in schools we're going to put more money in medical care we're going to put more money in these uh other resources and fire departments that have first responders all this shit right no one hates the fire department because the fire department does a specific job and they do it hopefully well but they do they have a specific job right we all love the fire department they show there's a fire these niggas show up somebody get a heart attack these niggas show up like they have a specific job right cops have a nebulous job you know are they hunting down a burglar are they here to intimidate you from doing crime are they here to avenge the crimes that have already happened are they here to uh just keep black people in line are they here to uh keep a stalker away from your house like what are they here for what is that are they here to get cats out of trees right we call them heroes but we also want them to look like a paramilitary organization what the fuck do they do what exactly are they why isn't shit specific for them right Right. and so that so like there's one avenue that seems pretty well thought out and explained there's this other one where they're just like imagine a new world imagine isn't it fun to imagine and nope and i think it is fun to imagine for some people um but i feel like they're this isn't a fun thing for a lot of people this is life and death so i need an answer as to what happens because you know we do the ali ali oxen free everybody out of jail what does this mean for the black women that i love who have been stalked by somebody and the only thing keeping them away is that there's a jail or there's a restraining order or there's you know some fear that some you know that the police are going to get them what about you know we do have these stories where someone's online i'm going to shoot up a fucking school i'm going to kill everybody in that bitch i'm saying it on facebook see you bitches in the morning all your kids dying and the police go out there and get them do we go oh man i i don't know i don't know about that man like we need something else to happen like i do understand that there's gonna be some fucked up ugly situations that we don't have very nice answers for but i would like people to be honest about that up front right and 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 tell me and tell me the truth because for me personally when i hear that i hear lawlessness like i don't okay like in my mind okay what happens who's accountable who's responsible who's going to enforce shit because people will continue to do crimes and they need to be accounted for like i understand forgiveness yes i can forgive all day long but just because i forgive you don't does not mean i i i you should be able to function and, and run around free all the time you know uh and 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 the thing is the problem is that there needs to be different levels according to what you do you know but you still have to have a system something in place someone to enforce these things because the thing is what 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 do you have when you say abolish uh police and then the kkk decides it wants to ride again the fuck am i supposed to do yeah that's these are the questions i have and i think those are legitimate questions like okay so we send all the officers home um i'm cool with that i don't necessarily feel beholden to these motherfuckers but i do recognize i'm sending a a bunch of well-armed white racist men into this world and we don't have any force we don't have any anyone that's supposed to regulate these people anymore you know this is still america we're not taking all the guns away no you know no matter how wild these imaginations are i still haven't seen anyone pitching let's let's disarm everybody 
you know so this is a world where everyone still got guns and if you look in america who mostly got the guns it ain't us you know um so i you know i do worry about the safety of uh, the black community within this you know we i know we want to stop like there's just put it this way i guess the best way to sum it up we've been talking about this forever there's going to be consequences no matter what the fuck people do and i don't think it's cute to say i'm for the most radical thing ever but also i i'm not a leader so don't look at me everyone's equal so don't also i'm not going to replace this with anything because i don't want to be blamed for whatever the fuck shortcomings the replacement has i'm just with get rid of everything fuck it and when we say okay fuck it and start over yeah just start over okay what what will you be part of the start over no just fuck it start everyone i just know that this is bad and i think that puts feel like people when america catches the cold we get the coronavirus we get still getting the same fucking situation because we're still living in a white supremacist nation and there's the only thing that has really seemed to work for black people has been some of these rules that's why when because i actually read the article i know most people didn't but that's why when i saw the uh joe biden headline the op-ed he wrote about i don't want to defund the police i actually want to give them like 300 million dollars and i was like rolling my eyes and i went and read the shit and i realized what he's trying to do um he's trying to do something that's actually worked before which is kind of his his thing you know um he's trying to basically do what they did with affirmative action now you'll have people that go fuck affirmative action blah 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 but uh affirmative action versus what the fuck we have without it i think most of us know we were we're better off with it yeah a lot of us not. wouldn't have the jobs we have right now if it wasn't for it because unfortunately what what affirmative action recognizes is that this is a white supremacist racist country and it, when left to their own devices white people would rather hire uh white people who are actually unqualified but a friend and right. and and if two candidates were equal and one's white they would pick the white person 100 percent of the time Mm -hmm. and when we know this from years and years and years of nepotism and whiteness uh running shit um the only way to get people to do this is to pass laws that says hey hey hey, one that's illegal you gotta have some black people at your job two if you don't if you do this we will incentivize you with money okay your this is still a capitalist uh country so that money talks and so you'll have these motherfuckers that go well i guess i'll hire some blacks because look at this uh we get more money from the government we get more tax breaks we get more stipends so we'll get more government contracts so now we're gonna hire some black people we would have been happy hiring none okay still putting those black people in mostly hostile environments but you know it's gonna be fucked up no matter what the decision is so Mm -hmm. this is the fucked up that helps some black people as opposed to the fucked up that would have helped none of us right i read that um that op-ed and i realized he's trying to do the same thing with police because he remember policing is mostly a small government problem the federal government really can't do much about policing even when they are willfully like the police are corrupt and bad the most they can do is a study some fines they're not they're not in the the business or the, even with the capacity to go jer- district by district and fix each police force Mm-mm. you know obama and eric holder had a will 
to fix things yes and the most they got was like the ferguson report which was beautiful and it, it solved a lot of uh, it, it, it answered a lot of questions and speculations they turned a lot of anecdotal stuff into actual legitimate like statistical evidence right very very powerful to this day that ferguson report proves without a doubt to any person who's questioned the black experience that police monetize the over policing of black people and they turn it into a way to fuel the economy of their jurisdiction we know that for a fact now black people been feeling that but we fucking know right but there's only so much they can do they can't be like okay fire your police chief hire this many people from the community okay disband your police department they can only do so much it takes the will of the people of the area right so this is how federal government tricks local government they go here's a stipend here's 300 million dollars would you like some of 300 million dollars and in the greed of these local municipalities they normally go yeah we want some money and they go okay you can have some money here are the rules you have to have right so you are now signing a contract with the federal government you're now clicking agree to these terms click and accept and you are going accept and they go ha ha got your ass um now anytime you do some racist shit we now have some jurisdiction to come in here and be like we're firing this motherfucker right here Mm -hmm. okay because you agreed you would not do these things if you took this money right now what i think of i mean i think everything has limits from the federal government but what i would be more concerned about is that some of these local jurisdictions will say well if the fucking city is giving us half the budget i don't need one blank percentage of 300 thousand like million dollars i i don't care like keep the money we want to continue to be racist that's what i think would happen now we don't know for a fact because it has been implemented it's just a all this shit is theoretical right now but that's what i would be concerned about is just your local police department being like we don't want to be in the program (laughs) you know what i mean like keep your money yeah fuck the money i just want to be racist like <laughs> I'm already racist and paid, bitch. You know, like I could, <laughs> I could see them doing that. You know, um but yeah, that's what people didn't understand. They're not gonna read it. And they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They, yeah, you know, they don't. they don't like Biden or whatever. And at the end of the day, I mean, I don't even care because the reason Biden's a candidate is because he's a white dude. It won't matter in a week. Right. This shit that he said won't even haunt him. The what Friday will be off of this. Mm-hmm. This is what the fuck it is with this dude, right? um so yeah man um that's kind of some of my thoughts going on in my head about all this uh defund the police prison abolitionists all this shit and of course the other element i forgot to get into is uh yeah activists is beefing too so you got all that going behind this shit too because uh i know campaign zero did a thing where it's like eight can't wait is this uh initiative where they want to put some restrictions on the police and pass some new reform laws and stuff and then some very smart non-black people on twitter i don't know if that matters to y'all but i just want to point it out the threads i saw (laughs) some non-black people broke down the statistical analysis of why uh eight can't wait is not a good enough plan and why um only abolition of the police and only uh um only defunding the police and stuff can work and uh, i don't i don't disagree with that at all i think um the i looked at the statistical 
breakdown of why this shit did, wouldn't work the way that they said and I, it, it looked it made sense to me it wouldn't work like some of this stuff they wanted to pass it, you know you can't escalate force till you exhaust all other recourse you can't um use a choke code you can't do this and it's like a lot of these places already use these things and they still kill black people at will right so these aren't really solutions and i said you know what that's a good point you know what am i gonna do <laughs> you know what i mean well <laughs> not admit like you made some good fucking points this is not enough and they and to their credit you know um uh the dude sam from that site he was on the daily show as well they backed off of it and they changed the initiatives on the site and they added prison abol- i mean uh police abolition to it and all this stuff and you know and i and, and i think that was a good thing you know i think uh i, I think Brittany pagnetti might have left the fucking organization behind all this shit so you know i know she's kind of blowing up in the activist spirit so they might have lost a rider you know behind this shit and uh a lot of people don't already already don't like deray a lot of people you know it's kind of like the sean king thing where right i know deray and sean king don't fuck with each other but a lot of people just in general don't fuck with either one of them or they have their own gripes against them and mm-hmm. you know that's why i don't really try to get on here and like advocate for any singular activist because mm-hmm. i don't i don't know these niggas and i don't yeah, know what they're gonna know do what be behind, what happened behind the scenes yeah like i don't know any of this shit but um the point being like a lot of those people have been waiting for ammunition to talk shit about deray to talk shit about uh campaign zero to talk shit about all of this stuff you know and so they made a misstep in a lot of people's eyes and now they getting roasted you know and is that really for the movement is that really for black lives i don't know i never know what these activists what's for black lives and what's this nigga uh cut me in line at popeyes one day i'll never know you know what i mean so i try to to stay away from that shit but you know i will see man i think right now is a beautiful time to be alive because a lot of theory is becoming reality yes a lot of things that have been theory are at least being questioned to see if they could become reality yeah and and the thing is i'm not against hoping and dreaming and things like that i'm completely not against it at all um my thing is that you have to get most people to a place where they're allowed to dream and if i'm worried about dying right now dreaming ain't on the top of the agenda yeah so i i don't know man i it's it's a beautiful time you know i'm just i'm just looking at it that way like it's dope that people are actually listening and i'm not trying to get into the uh these people is is stupid and these people are smart i really Mm -hmm. i can only be honest about or i'm gonna only be honest about shit i don't truly understand all the workings of the abolitionist thing it feels a little bit more hippie in the sky type of you know like and it's just beautiful to dream what imagine a world and i don't know that there's a place on earth that has no police that has no you know when someone does a crime just nothing fucking happens at all i don't know a place like that maybe it exists and i just haven't heard of it yet um i have read a couple of books i read angela davis's um book uh freedom is a constant struggle i've read uh of course locking up our own i mean you know and i have more too to to read like uh like i I still have so much on my kindle to read so i I don't know man i i mean everything has limits because humanity is limited 
and people do things all the time without really fitting into these neat little lines so you know we'll see you know i know we talked for an hour about police and all this stuff and it kind and uh and and all this and whatnot and we're gonna try to get into some other stuff but i with this conversation it's really felt like something we needed to, to at least touch on yes butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow I can go anywhere Friends to know and ways to grow A reading rainbow I can be anything Take a look, it's in a book A reading rainbow A reading rainbow So you decide to play music after all? Yeah, it's the longest reading rainbow of all time. <laughs> we broke our own personal records. Yeah, that's an hour and three minutes of reading rainbow. So you know what? We Why had not? a lot to say, y'all. Yeah, because we had been talking about it earlier. Yeah, Karen was I, Karen's come around a little bit now that we're on the mic because she was completely against uh all this sh- shit. Oh, I was mad at first. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I was like, why are you so angry? What is? <laughs> these are just ideas none of this shit is even real yet <laughs> not understanding trying to put it all together because you know i'm like a lot of people you hearing these words for the first time everybody's giving the definitions you're trying to compute you're trying to um wrap your mind around the concepts and what do they mean and how do these things like like human beings directly impact me yeah so it's good to see uh see you get on the mic and you know it was a little different in the car but i'm glad yeah i calmed down i was kind of hot in the car yeah i mean these you know these are ideas from people trying to help so all right let's see uh where should we start i guess i guess we'll start with coronavirus stuff what about that that uh that bitch still around of course i hope y'all ain't forgot right no no i ain't ain't forget you know it's but you know the way the news and stuff going they're talking about everything but coronavirus um all right have i done van i don't want to go coronavirus have we done this one Mm. oh i don't know let's see as the coronavirus pandemic brings life across the country to a grinding halt, Americans are facing a new normal. One that may include losing their jobs, losing their income, even losing their health insurance. Enough of that! We don't want our rights, so I let it go. I'll be reminiscing shit every day. I feel it in my heart, down in my soul. They say you only got one shot in life. I pray the job comes stronger this way. Cause I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go. I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go They don't wanna write, so I let it go I be reminiscing shit every day I feel it in my heart, down in my soul This is not about the got one shot in life I pray the job comes stronger this way Cause I don't wanna go, I don't wanna go Song. Oh, 
Oh, that song was not about coronavirus. What? Like, he played a clip from the news about coronavirus. And then the rest And he just said, I don't want to go. And what kind of accent was that? Was that supposed to be Jamaican? I I don't know. That sounds like me and Justin trying to do Jamaican accents when we talked about Luke Cage. That was... That was horrible. I'm I'm very, very confused by this coronavirus song. Jesus. I get that, then they know. Yeah, that's that's one of the worst songs he ever played. Two thumbs down. As I get further down on this list, these are getting bad. Yeah, they're getting real bad, y'all. All Um, all right. So, coronavirus. Nine states where COVID-19 hospitalizations are now spiking at the reopening. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's a lot of shit happening. You got the states reopening at the same time the protests are happening. Hmm. Yeah. So, we don't know which group is going to be in there. The people that are like, I'm getting my hair and nails did. Or the people that's like, uh, Black Lives Matter well the black lives matter stuff has just turned two weeks old i believe for the george floyd protest so this should be about the time where we start seeing a lot of uh if people were getting it out there this is about the time we're going to start seeing it pop up uh nine states are seeing spikes in the number of people that have and oh, by the way it'll keep rising because more and more people kept coming and that that didn't peak until probably last week and maybe it's still peaking i don't know yeah they're gonna be out there some of them might be out there for a while yeah this weekend i saw marches all over the world yes and it looked there like were so many people. people like almost people as far as your eyes could they see they had masks but they didn't have um social distancing and you know so you just gotta hope that that people are okay you know anyway um nine states are seeing spikes in the numbers of people who have been hospitalized for covid19 since memorial day as arizona's health department holds hospitals to told hospitals to activate coronavirus emergency plans to prepare for a surge in new cases coronavirus hospitalizations have been increasing in at least nine states mostly in the south and northwest of the country over the past two weeks arizona texas north carolina and utah are among those who have seen record spikes in hospitalizations since the coronavirus pandemic broke out in mid-march yeah i it's funny because we were doing good until they was like let's slowly open up i don't even feel like we were doing good because of that i i think once the um i think we're gonna see a spike because of those the protests too man i just don't know how we don't yeah you know i have a friend who's an activist and i see her out there all the time mm-hmm. at night and them people are not six feet apart Mm-mm. they be having their mask down so they can yell and shit they not doing this stuff and i you know i'm thankful for them and i you know i'm glad my black life matters to them and all that stuff but yes, i worry sir. about their black lives because right. this shit affects us more more than anybody and if these hospitals get full what are they gonna do with us you know right. i'm nervous i'm there's not there's there's some things that just I, there's not a good i know i'm supposed to feel inspired and feel good that's the right way to feel but i don't feel inspired to feel good about some of this shit the little girl out there protesting they keep showing her on the news i'm like that little girl doesn't get to be a baby Mm-mm. you know she don't get to be a little girl she's born into the fucking fight man yes she like is. it's sad it's not like it's, it's it makes me angry that she can't be a just a kid she gotta be out here protesting for no justice no peace and she knows who george floyd is and and why he was died at such a young fucking age man this shit is all it's just bad it's just complicated man like i'm proud of her you know like she gives me hope to a certain extent but she also shows me how much hope doesn't mean shit because how many people hoped our kids wouldn't be having to do this agreed 
the increase in hospitalizations in those nine states has occurred as a, a states reopened and large gatherings were held across the country over the memorial day weekend all of those states apart from mississippi are now virus hotspots after all seeing increases in the number of infections in the past week the uptick which could lead authorities to reimpose or tighten strict uh public health restrictions complicates efforts to reopen the economy that have been devastated by stay-at-home efforts that were placed across much of the u.s more than uh, 112,000 Americans have now died for coronavirus and 1.9 million have been infected in the past three months. Arizona, which has was among the first states to reopen from lockdowns, has seen a surge in hospitalizations and cases in recent weeks. The number of positive or suspected uh, hospitalized... When when the last ones to close, too? Probably. I don't right. I mean, it's a Republican place, I believe, so yeah ain't that the trip the last ones to close were the first people to open back up yeah it's so funny because i saw uh an interview on the uh daily social distance show where trevor noah was talking to a dude that was forget who he worked for cdc or who or something he was like it's weird no it was the mayor it was uh the governor of california um and gavin newsom i think and he was just like yeah it's weird that people are calling it a lockdown or not lockdown or reopen every state that reopened got restrictions every state that's they that's do. locked down has some freedoms no no one did a complete lockdown in america period right where nobody could move around yeah only maybe new york you could argue but they had people going to work using the subway all that shit there's no one's 100 percent locked down so that terminology makes no sense americans are misusing household cleaners to co- uh to combat covid19 oh shit what they doing yeah um this so apparently um people have been using the cleaners in ways that are not suggested 19 percent of responders said they were using bleach to wash their food what bitch what in the food line is happening here hmm, i guess they want all their food to be white 18 percent use household cleaners to wash their hands or body so they're not using soap soap is all you need yes it is what are y'all motherfucking taking baths in common and shit bleach like the like the kuma house y'all almost not like y'all skin six percent admitted to inhaling vapors from household cleaners oh you just getting high and four percent admitted to drinking or gargling diluted bleach or other household solutions no why oh no baby no Mm-mm-mm. i understand i was paranoid because i thought the rona was going you know i was gonna walk outside and the rona was just gonna beat me up but i wasn't that bad i knew not to do that you know the uh the labels on the side when they get instructions do those that should still apply like right. um bleach is still bleach my nigga don't be out here inhaling bleach vapor okay if anybody got a problem with selling good old-fashioned regular drugs you should tell me now yeah what's wrong with, with just good old-fashioned regular drugs regular ass drugs Mm-mm. i'm good with all of that that that's y'all scare me okay um ooh. um all right let seven mistakes you shouldn't make at a reopen restaurant okay okay um, well i won't i wouldn't know because it's probably gonna be a while for our both friends see us again mistake one going that's what i said that's what we have right now we like no we'll, we'll just order y'all y'all come here number one eating inside if the restaurant you're going to has outdoor seating it's safer than 
eating indoors air conditioning may spread the virus and you won't have to worry about that in an open air seating two putting your mask on the table people putting putting their their mask on the table yeah i mean you can just take it and put it around your neck well i guess depending on what kind you have on i mean put it in your purse or your pocket if you have to if you have to yeah because you know some go all the way around and yeah but only go around the ears put it on the table though you definitely picking up whatever was on the table yeah touching everything and not washing your hands i mean that was a mistake before (laughs) before the coronavirus coronavirus that's how that's how shit spread before that that's not new coronavirus uh for ordering shared appetizers oh yeah you go out with some people Uh, ah right yeah like oh yeah let's all eat uh the dip and then you dipping it back in there i guess i don't know yeah particularly with people that you're not quarantined with Mm -hmm. you know we quarantined together so we shared we already got what the other one got but if you 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 know we go out with somebody else we don't know what they got if they've been properly social distancing yeah i'm not sure that uh I'm not really sure that what matters that much because you should be like it's only then don't touch your face like I hope you're not eating and touching your face during this time right like even when I eat delivery or something from home I just don't touch my face until like I wash my hands and all that shit before I put it in different containers I do all the shit but just in case <laughs> so coronavirus slip through i don't touch my face until after i'm done eating and then i fucking then i'll wash my hands again and all that so sitting near the air conditioner don't do that well you told us not to sit inside right so the air conditioner ought to just be common sense i mean it's getting ready to be 100 degrees in a lot of places pretty soon so a lot of people are like i'm not sitting outside my mask be feeling weird just getting into the car sometimes i'm like whoo i hope i don't pass out i didn't realize it got so you know because this shit started in march it was cool now you walk outside your 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 whole bottom and upper lip just break out into sweat you're like shit what is happening don't wait for your table by the host stand because i guess that's a lot of high traffic area people be coming yes. there breathing five not leaving a generous tip that's a big mistake people are making right now guys and uh yeah well, they they're getting less before. they're getting less um they're getting less people in uh they can't everyone can't eat inside uh they're risking their lives to serve you this shit I, I get it yeah tip them better tip them well if you're not already doing that correct Something um you should have been doing before because you're not cooking right all right um let's see let's get into some other new segments here guys Question. You have the answer. 
So tell me what I want to know. Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want to funk, let me show you how. Do you want to funk with me? Do you want to funk with me? All right, let's get to this horrible, horrible news segment. Uh, LGBTQ news is what we got to talk about. Our LGBTQ fam, especially within the black community, but uh, all the news stories that are affecting them. And as 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 bad as it is for everyone else, it's terrible for them. We catch a flu. We catch a cold. They catch a flu. Okay, um, for straight. Uh, and yeah, let's get into it. So the biggest story of the last couple of weeks has been. Um, black trans woman iana dior was attacked by a mob um um now she did survive thank god i did not watch this video i have no fucking interest in seeing this video i don't watch videos of the cops beating up black people i don't want to watch a video of black people mobbing up on um uh, another black person um on some transphobic shit um and from my understanding the reason that it happened was because she was like moving some of her friend's car and she bumped a couple of cars or something and then all of a sudden people were dragging her and trying to beat her up in the convenience store uh no one jumped in to help i don't even think the police were called um which you know as a prison abolitionist i guess i don't want to call psych i will pick up the fucking phone so fast anyway um i'm, I'm trying to tell you I, I i i i i will use my name to its fullest power right i can't imagine what visions of this in the ways that visions of me watching as a black man watching black men get killed by the cops fucking horrify me and uh just make me feel trauma and stuff i can't imagine being a trans person and watching this and then it's happening from your own community and of course we know that within the black community trans women are being killed at a much higher rate than anyone else um and within the trans community black trans women are being killed at a much higher rate than anyone else um in a facebook video shared after the attack which why are you sharing a facebook video they want you to see this ignorance it's the same reason why people share racism facebook but we're like why would you share that that makes you look bad they don't think it makes them look bad that's how fucking uh pervasive transphobia is they feel like yes sharing this because this is how it's supposed to be uh in a facebook video shared after the attack uh she explained she'd been trying to move a friend's car where she hit parked cars in the neighborhood which she described as a hood gang area dior said she offered to pay one person five hundred dollars for the damage and that she get wanted to get gas station uh as to get to the gas station as tempers flare i wanted to get to the store because that's the only thing that's running through my mind is if i'm going to die i'm going to die on camera as of last thing you have to think of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to think you have to think of that that's crazy as of last week neither minneapolis nor st paul i mean listen i made this analogy before i know a lot of black dudes hate to hear me say this shit but i really don't give a fuck what are you gonna do um we are like the police in our own communities at times you know what i mean the way that that people that we as black men fear being around the police and we get all the arguments of police uh, uh, not all police is bad well if a police do that this is a bad apple and all this shit well what 20 bad apples beat this woman up 
not one good apple in the bunch not one to intervene and what are y'all doing stop none of that shit happened and then we have the nerve to be like why are you making me feel bad because this happened like you should feel bad this is part of our culture this is us doing this you know and i know there were some women that participated in this shit too you know like straight people are dangerous and then you wonder why well i can't believe trans people don't just expose like why aren't you just telling me right away what's going on with your genitalia and all this shit? it's like because nigga you are fucking dangerous you know like i like like you are dangerous why tell you anything i'm trying now it's a survival i don't know if this is a survival encounter or what you know i would love to see you get the benefit of doubt because we both black but so are a lot of people killing trans people um so yeah uh as of last week neither minneapolis nor st paul police department had a fish uh received official reports uh even still the story of people ganging up to hurt a black trans woman struck a brutally familiar chord with many according to the advocates for the human rights campaign at least 26 trans and gender non-conforming people were killed in the united states last year the majority of the victims were black women already the campaign says 2020 has seen deaths of at least 12 more people we say at least because too often these stories go unreported or misreported yep the names of this year's following include Tony McDay, the black trans man who was allegedly killed by police in Tallahassee only days before Dior was attacked and the day after George Floyd. Another black man was killed by Minneapolis uh, police officers. LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus people historically and currently face higher rates of violence in their straight and cisgender peers out front Minnesota, a queer trans advocacy group said on Wednesday. These rates of violence are drastically increased by uh b b b i p l c black indigenous people of color lgbtq plus communities and the trans community uh especially trans women of color also frequently face violence from the police yeah call the police they what they gonna do are they even gonna help um are they gonna start harassing me Dior has posted a few videos since the footage of the attack got out, mostly thanking people for their help. She's received the outpouring of support for the trans community allies as well as donations. If you want to help, donate to a cash app handle. Uh, dollar sign Ayana D-I-O is, uh, is I-Y-A-N-N-A-D-I-O. Um, and sometimes I feel bad about that too because like we don't have justice for people so we community go fund me raise money for folks in in its wake because we know we're not getting justice mm-hmm. and that goes for victims of police violence people of transphobic violence all this stuff like well we know we can't get you justice here's some money yep oh we at the break hold on yep. one second um yeah we got cut off uh my bad i wasn't looking at the clock let's go to the next story um jk rowling um is back in the news for being transphobic again man that's crazy i I would not have called that like back in the day like i know she's a well-known she probably at this point a well-known transphobic person but man like that is crazy she she don't like money she don't give a fuck i don't even think it's, she got all the money that's true that's probably maybe why she don't care and she just don't give a fuck she thinks she's really fighting for the rights of cisgender women that are somehow under attack from the existence of trans women uh famed harry potter and jk author jk rowling is still under fire for making anti-transgender remarks on twitter over the weekend yeah then she wrote a long ass blog i think she talked about being sexually assaulted in it um which i'm not really sure how that plays into being transphobic um 
so i you know and it also plays into this idea that trans people are all like rapists and shit and that the only reason that uh someone would want to transition to a woman is for access to women to rape them which is a big thing that um even though despite all factual evidence pointing that this is the case uh <laughs> who needs facts when you're fearful okay facts fear over facts right <laughs> i'm scared so and that's all that matters apparently i'm scared and i don't understand so uh i i think i think i get i get to say you don't get to say shit yeah, instead of me saying nothing i'd rather just view all this hatred what's more well you know what's more powerful a scared white woman or a scared cop i don't know it's Ooh, a real race nice. yeah race to the top race to the finish line when asked to comment on rawlings tweets that attacked the validity of transgender women's sexuality and spurred an intense backlash on social media universal parks and resorts which host the wizarding world of harry potter theme parks and rides affirmed his commitment to diversity and inclusion our core values include diversity inclusion and respect for all of our guests as well as our team members our theme parks are places where people and families of all types are welcome to enjoy their time together beyond that we have no further comment so i mean they didn't really say much that's not i mean obviously they didn't side with her but right. you know it's not like they with the bar is the floor she made the bar the floor so literally just being like these niggers are people is enough for most people <laughs> universal park statement arrived on the hills of two biggest stars of rallying base properties eddie redmayne and daniel method main i'm just kidding daniel radcliffe uh both making uh separate public statements disagreeing with the author and asserting their tra- that transgender women are women so both of these cisgender white men get it yeah because the thing <laughs> is it's so big they have like a whole ass theme parks whole ass like areas of like amusement parks like cruises you name it it's harry potter something attached with it yeah so jk continues to do the most and the least at the same time i honestly man i let me tell you bigotry make people so fucking stupid Mm -hmm. honestly think about what i'm saying let's say she really believed this let's say a lot of y'all believe this y'all really walk around this earth like fuck trans people she makes so much money to just let them use the license to harry potter she honestly could shut the fuck up for the rest of her life about this no one would ever have to know she hates trans people and no one would ever have to know that um it like it like it would never like it wouldn't it would it hasn't made her any money hating trans people right just cash your check baby you look at the people who got her back and it's a bunch of white supremacists alt-right type people and bigots and shit like it's a bunch of people that like it's just crazy she couldn't have just kept it to herself i know in the ideal world everyone gets it it's like the restorative justice thing in the ideal world the guy goes i don't want to rape no more thank you for helping me um but we don't live in an ideal world right so let's Mm -hmm. say some people in the world are like i'm gonna keep raping some people in the world are like i'm gonna keep being uh uh uh, transphobe but couldn't you keep it to yourself though is that crazy to ask no you know if i like I don't really have a, a any type of one of these bigotries, so let's make one up. If I hated <laughs> Albanian people, like my thing was I hate Albanian people for no fucking reason. I just, I'm racist against Albanian people. Aww. If that was my thing, why the fuck would I need to come out and tell y'all that's my thing? Mm-mm. 
it don't affect nothing it don't it ain't gonna make yep. me no money oh no it's sure only ain't. gonna piss somebody off even you know it's gonna piss people off on the other people's behalf she can't even approach it from that perspective of just nope I, there's nothing to gain from me here no and every argument against trans people has been made so jk Rowling making an argument is not gonna change the landscape it's only gonna turn people who thought you might probably had no opinion or assume the best of you and thought you were supportive into being like fuck you that's crazy yeah, yeah. that's man that is people really be hating they do it's not smart oh my god anyway uh monroe bergdorf i don't know if you remember when we talked about her but she is a trans woman who um if i'm not mistaken spoke out was it against l'oreal or just the fashion industry's systemic racism and they got rid of her i think she was like Mm. um i think she was already um um uh yeah let's see yeah so what happened was on twitter someone sharon shooter i think is how i say her name uh has been leading the way with the hashtag called pull up or shut up so basically people put out these black lives matter to us today guys mm-hmm. thank welcome us to the cookout and um and then everyone goes oh man look at l'oreal they care about black lives this you and they pull up some old shit like remember remember when you had said remember this and so i do remember we covered on the show how they basically was like we have inclusion we got a black trans woman oh and then, then turn around and get rid of her she started expressing some pro-black opinions and it was like uh the fuck we said diversity on the cover not diversity in the brain we, <laughs> what you doing in here with these other opinions and life experiences not no real diversity right so um several brands share their demographics of like who works for them and all that shit in many cases initiatives to fix areas where they fall short on june 9th l'oreal paris uk announced that it will be adding model monroe bergdorf to its newly created diversity and inclusion advisory board as well as donating to two organizations that support members of the lgbtq plus community in the united kingdom public statements released by both parties shared that l'oreal paris uh current president delphine vigier uh spoke with bergdorf this week to discuss inclusivity with the in within the company this comes three years after the brand ended their partnership that it had with bergdorf the first bergdorf the first trans model featured in a campaign for l'oreal paris uk after she spoke up against systemic racism though bergdorf does not intend to forget about what happened in the past she wants to use it and her platform to move forward and promote growth and change girl you better get that dish you money okay i ain't mad <laughs> shit anybody calling yourself out for you? this fuck them they broke anyway come on they broke and they don't smell as nice as you gonna be smelling fuck them in her statement bergdorf wrote i thought it would be a perfect opportunity to practice what i preach and take up that seat at the table to be representation that we deserve as a community like what here's the other thing we have to stop knocking people for trying to be part of the solution after they've been on the outside advocating to be part of the solution what's the point of having all the answers and none of the power none of the power all the answers and no influence and that's a responsibility some people like it like that because once you come in you're actually held accountable and responsible for everything you say and then shit get real well you go oh i got to implement this shit so i don't know if a lot of people have been knocking her but if so cut it out like we need people like this she clearly is down for the community she ain't worked in you know or she hasn't worked with them in three years because she stood up for black people 
so now that she getting some um some change off of this shit and some ability to affect change for other black folks and other brown people and lgbtq people man yo nothing but the best for monroe bergdorf glad we got a happy ending to that story even though it took three years and mm-hmm. you know obviously fucked them for them three years because uh, clearly we know they didn't renew that shit because she stood up for black people um let's see and let's the brat phil's weight has been lifted since coming out as a lesbian you know on the low i always thought she was not on the low on the high key everyone thought she was yeah, i, I always but, thought she was she just didn't say nothing i was like okay but she was still in a male-dominated industry that in their opinion women are supposed to be sexy and the, i remember when she kind of came like she was already out as 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 a rapper and it was kind of she had a very like quote-unquote tomboyish look to her Mm -hmm. and so everybody was kind of like oh yeah she could rap they kind of gravitated towards that but then there was this push at one point when lil kim was out that every rapper after her that was a woman needed to be a sex symbol yeah and she looked so uncomfortable doing that yeah and i remember that was i can't remember if it's like a king magazine or source but they tried to like sex her up for a summer everyone was like really like oh my god the brat man she fine like, she done went and got this that and the other but it was always kind of like really it felt to me inauthentic like what i'm gonna listen to the brat rap about fucking dudes and shit like it just seemed like that that's not even her, her. right that when her style. you know what i mean like um so when you have this influence in the industry of all these men telling you not only not to be out but you need to be sexy and appeal to men to sell your album or to be to exist in this industry to be around me and we've heard what like people like rick ross has said about letting rappers on this track that are women and shit like that so there's a lack of respect for women in general and a definitely lack of respect for your sexuality they don't give a fuck about that you know to this day i still go up for lauren hill because i mean she had carved her own lane at that time it was it was and it was a time where you could have a lauren hill and a little kim and it didn't have to be a battle between who's the best it was just these are two different type of women with two different lanes and neither one of them's talking shit about the other one mm-hmm. you know I, I i i wish we could have that back and i feel like we're getting that a little bit now where you're starting to see more and more women rappers that are in the game and they're not making the whole point of i'm i'm the baddest bitch but also let me tell you these other bitches ain't shit like they like it's like i'm the baddest bitch and you the baddest bitch we all the baddest bitch let's do it let's put on the track together and i'm fine with that and people and people act like there's something wrong they can only be one no we all could be here yeah so you know that it was always kind of fucked up you know but yeah she finally um felt now that she could kind of come out you know and i mean and and i mean that no one owes it to anyone to come out you know i think it might it probably not probably we know it has a positive effect on younger kids to see like people thriving and being lgbtq and open and proud and out and all this stuff it does help the younger kids because when you're 14 13 and you're alone and you feel like it's wrong for you to feel this way your parents and your church and all these people make you feel wrong and then the people you think would be your icons are 40 and they're still not living that truth there's part of you that goes oh it never gets better like i'm always have to live with this inside so you know it's always to me a celebration when people come out but no one owes it to you you know people still running up on queen latifah like she owed something to the community that's not that's not mm-hmm. to me that's not 
something you owe is just something you celebrate when people feel that weight lift and that the freedom to to come out and be like hey this this is me uh so yeah she explained a variety why the time now uh the time was now right to publicly claim who she is i've always felt like being private is the better way to go because then you don't have to say uh, have so many people in your business i was fine staying quiet but my partner is a social media mogul that's how she became who she is and when you get with somebody you have to meet in the middle so to me the middle was just letting everybody know hey she's the one brad said that making her relationship public wasn't planned it was a spontaneous gesture that came uh apart about she and dupart were when they were looking at pictures uh jessica was showing me some pictures we were going back and forth joking i'll post it no i'll post it so when she did i was like oh shit i just came out after 20 something years but it feels good to share with the world when you're happy brad added that she never felt pressured by her label social depth to hide her sexuality but she has said in the past that it wasn't cool back in the day which to me is pressure uh i was always told you want to be fuckable to men and women to sell records you don't want anybody to discriminate she says it was absolutely my decision i mean you saw what happened to people like ellen remember when she lost her tv show and all that horrible things are happening people were totally against it that's a great point if they because you know as black people if they took a white woman tv show away you know the brat wasn't sitting around like uh, my turn like oh well back in the closet for me see you niggas never worry you know uh that star since crossed over the radio and is part of the ricky smiley morning show in atlanta oh she okay so she does that now co-host of fox syndicated entertainment show dish nation she is also the executive producer of we tv's reality show growing up hip-hop in atlanta i didn't know she was doing all this given the change of social landscape mm-hmm. she knows she out there like eve just be doing shit right being unproblematic right. and making money she no longer has fear of sexual identity will threaten her career but she did say her respect for a beloved family member also held her back from being forthcoming my grandmother has passed away but she was sanctified so 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 sanctified uh i would not want anybody in the church to judge her because of what i do you never want to hurt the people that raise you you don't want to disappoint them that's sad that you can't come out because of that you know it's definitely something we take for granted straight people like i've never been like this gonna embarrass my grandmama when she find out I'm with, i have nope yeah i'm with a i'm with a woman oh god like i'm with a man what is people gonna think yeah so it's definitely a uh definitely a privilege yeah, we, we don't get the same pressure you know right. people just assume you know he giving you that penis you go oh, okay that's the assumption she's not going to condone it but she loves me unconditionally no one in my family has said anything bad or degrading the brat received an outpouring of support from friends family and uh fans uh yeah you know that's the other thing too though people these are people the like everyone we're talking about is a person whether they're a celebrity a rapper whatever so they still unworking and dealing with all this shit and there's also like a i talk about this with bossy all the time there's a gentleness to your friends and family that it doesn't exist as much now on social media like it, people treat it like a foreign concept it should always be about you 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 fuck everybody else but there's a gentleness to like i don't want to put my grandmama on blast for y'all right that's you a know? real feeling and it's complicated and do i have every right to probably you know but then i gotta deal with my mama and i gotta deal with the way she feels and the way my you know i gotta deal with all this other stuff the way i feel about it so maybe i'm not in a uh, in a place mentally where i feel like burn it all down fuck everybody i don't care 
and 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 it's just it's just more of a sad tragic situation because it's an empathetic person clearly putting a lot of people before her own like happiness but i'm just glad she lived long enough to make it to a point where she could just finally be like yeah i'm out mm-hmm. uh the rapper is very much excited about attending her first pride event if i can inspire someone to help somebody to deal with their issues their sexuality then i'm here for it it feels like a weight has been lifted so there you go um all right let is move on let's see this is gonna be a long episode all right um what do i want to talk about um mm-hmm. i don't think i want to talk about any shit with the uh yeah i don't care about this shit we'll, we'll talk about this stuff sunday with uh vernon and uh and uh um and glover from uh, uh cory we'll talk about we'll talk about uh you know the li- <laughs> just our friends from living the band in living color like, i don't know if you guys heard them you know we hang out sometimes we talk uh be on sunday no big deal but we'll probably save some of these articles for them on sunday um definitely want to talk to them so um you know what why don't we do everybody's newest favorite segment let's invite some people to the cookout let's go okay it's cookout time y'all we passing out tickets mm-hmm let's see who's up first uh to to go to the the come to the cookout um oh okay um it looks like uh my man bill de blasio uh is coming to the cookout okay um uh apparently 10 days after 10 days of protests against police brutality and racism new york city mayor bill de blasio announced that budget cuts will be coming to the new york police department with the goal of reinvesting the revenue back into the community you mean hashtag defund the police i was told bill de blasio was a piece of shit um unrepented uh racist that uh that's what they said online never helped nobody and made things worse for black people and empowered the police and this announcement de blasio did not immediately give a figure of how much the cut will be but but the funding will shift from the nypd budget and the youth and social services for communities of color de blasio is also committed to finding significant savings in the budget which will have to be negotiated with the city council and relies on multiple variables in addition the city's mayor committed to moving vendor enforcement out of the nypd shifted enforcement of street vending out of the nypd's responsibility will allow officers to focus on more serious crime and will cut down on the interactions of uninformed uniformed officers <laughs> Freudian uh uniformed officers and new yorkers for administrative infractions and particularly interactions with immigrants and communities of color de blasio will also initiate community ambassador programs within the nypd the ambassadors will represent the diversity of new yorkers and work with the nypd to act as liaisons between officers and the community they represent the presence of community ambassadors will hopefully build trust between police department and the community they serve Mm. He also pledged to support the 50-A reform bill, which was introduced in Albany and is looking to take away provisions included by legislators that prevent transparency and create more accountability within the department's disciplinary uh, disciplinary system. 50-A in its current form is what keeps officer misconduct records private. Jesus. Last week, they decided to, so with, yeah, I think that law bill passed, if I'm not mistaken, so that will actually become public. Wow. He keeps going at this rate. Even June from Harlem's gonna have to forgive him. I, 
I don't know if he can do all this shit. Oh, he, he gonna have to work hard for her forgiveness. He do all this shit. You gonna see June up in here carrying uh, De Blasio signs. <laughs> announced the corporation count. He she might still trip him. Last week, De Blasio announced the corporation council Jim Johnson and DOI Commissioner Margaret Garnett will be reviewing the pro- protest as well as the NYPD's response to the protest to ensure there is accountability for both officers and protesters who may have acted inappropriately. Oh, they threw that protest in there. You ain't slick. Anyway, since the floor is the bar, Bill De Blasio. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominican Connors right there up on Broadway. Me I guess he bringing the everything bagels. Yeah, apparently he is. And bring some of that pizza too. I ain't never had no New York pizza, okay? No, not no fish in New York pizza. No. I was looking forward to that, okay? Me Come too, on. and going to Chicago, get some deep dish Chicago pizza. You ain't eating a uh, pizza with no fork and no knife up in here is you i like pizza so i would have loved that we ain't got nothing but plastic cut cutlery up in here so. <laughs> red solo cups yeah i don't know if we got if we got what you want make sure you tuck in your tie and we can't wait to meet your black family okay i know right? i know they know how to cut a rug okay Aww. i want to get some hair tips from uh your son with the fro okay yes come over by the natural hair section um, <laughs> we got the braiding section over here Anna Wintour admits to hurtful, intolerant behavior at Vogue. Oh, shit. Anna Wintour, who has resigned as Vogue's editor-in-chief for 32 years, and on Thursday, she publicly acknowledged mistakes made during her career. God damn, black people was getting these people to resign. She resigned because of this? Wow. Me and you talked about this. Right now, the streets is hot. Like, now is not the time to be fucking up now you wait a smooth six months you might get away from shit right now mm -mm. damn they really they're looking at everything dad this is this 32 years of your career like they've been mad you ain't hiring no black people for for all 32 of them years yes they have man this shit down they like i gotta go i gotta get out of here i don't want them problems they ain't gonna be protesting me the vogue dame sent out a company-wide memo to address the recent events surrounding racial injustice across the country in her emotional letter she admitted to letting hurtful intolerant behavior go unchecked and not doing enough to champion black staffers and designers according to page six mm-hmm. one tour acknowledge and show empathy for the sadness hurt and anger workers were going through she took a moment to address black members of the vogue team specifically and conceded that the need for change was overdue well damn and this is part of the process. I'll just say, sometimes people got to step down. Like, and that's some shit that's really tough to do because that's a long career. I want to say this. I want to say this, especially to the black members of our team. I can only imagine what these days have been like. But I also know that hurt and violence and injustice we're seeing and talking about have been around for a long time. Recognizing it and doing something about it is overdue. I want to say plainly that I know Vogue has not found enough ways to elevate and give space to the black editors, writers, photographers, designers, and other creators. We have made mistakes too, publishing images or stories that have been hurtful or intolerant. I take full responsibility for those mistakes. It can't be easy to be a black employee at Vogue, and there are too few of you. I know that it is not enough to say we will do better, but we will. And please know that I value your voices and responses as we move forward. I'm listening and would like to hear your feedback and your advice if you would like to share either. 
the memo quickly follows adam Rappaport, former editor-in-chief of bon appetit resignation which happened on monday many call bon appetit for, is big that's a huge many call for Rappaport to step down at the 2013 photo service of him with in brown face alongside his wife oh no <laughs> they showed up and was like bon appetit they was like we don't want that meal mm-hmm it's no zone uh Albert, do you have any booty sweats uh, yeah get him chugging on some of the alpha's ass water that'll bring him around it's a cure-all man what you coming out and moving for anyway do you need another revenue stream for your information my revenue stream currently generates two million dollars a year in charitable contributions for my community i think and why am i in this movie maybe i just knew i had to represent because they had one good party here for a black man they gave it to crocodile dundee Pumpy breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. Ah! I just wanted to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, kangaroo, Jeff. I'm sorry a dingo ate your baby. You know that's a true story? Lady lost a kid. You about to cross some fucking lines. Guys, relax. You stop. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala-hugging nigga. Tell him he's... For 400 years. Ah! That word has kept us down. What the fuck? Took a whole lot of time just to get up that hill. Now we up in the big leagues. Getting out turn the bed. Long as we live, it's you and me, baby. <laughs> That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. You really need help. And just because the theme song don't make it not true. Uh, maybe uh, maybe he showed up like that and we had oh, to forgive him one of my favorite roles no no nah, can't nobody do can't nobody do that's one of my favorite roles i mean you said he did um bon appetit right is that a cooking magazine mm-hmm, that's cooking magazine. y'all might be in for a treat you know back before the war broke out i was a saucier in san antonio i bet i could call up some of them greens call up some of them yeah. greens noodle some crawfish out the patty yo <laughs> i made some crab apples for dessert now, yeah? Hell yeah. That's <laughs> uh, just the best. Oh, real tears every time. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> Andre Leon Talley, a former friend of Wintour, black man, has also create, uh, criticized Vogue editor-in-chief in his new memoir, The Chiffon Trenches, and accused her of ending their friendship because he became too old and too fat he also ousted her for not thanking him for his op-ed piece for the washington post which praised her september 2018 beyonce cover saying that it was culturally significant for the black community not one quick email from anna wintour tally said editors i've worked with for decades didn't understand the immense importance of this occasion simply because they are not capable of understanding none of my contemporaries have seen the world through black eyes uh to conclude wintour applauded the magazine's published content over the past few days and stated that uh there was much more to be done i'm proud of the content we have published on our site over these past few days but i also know that there is much more work to do please don't hesitate to be in touch with me directly i'm arranging ways we can discuss these issues together candidly but in the meantime welcome your thoughts and reactions as for the future of vogue she assures work is being done so yeah anna wintour resigned and apologized for all that schism so uh once upon a time there was a little black girl in the brewster projects of detroit michigan at 15 
She was spotted by an Ebony Fashion Fair talent scout, and her modeling career took off. You better work. Come on in, Anna. Stretch yourself down the runway, okay? We're confusing all the old people. They be like, why the lights go down? Why, 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 where these colors come from? Give us a little twirl, Anna, coming in here looking like Cruella DeVille. Where does runway come from? Calm down, Grandma. Okay, you go ahead and strut all the way over to the drinks. Yes! All right. Heel to the toe. Nine heels. Heel, toe, heel, toe. Go ahead and sashay real quick for us. Yes, do a twirl. Mm-hmm. Now have a seat over here and judge the rest of us, our clothing. Yes. Yeah, she's, so she's coming to cook out because it's the bare minimum. Um, all right, let's see who else is coming to the cookout. Um, oh, man. The Navy is planning to ban all public displays. The Navy Navy? The Navy. The oh, U.S. Okay. Navy. The United States Navy is planning to ban all public displays of the Confederate flag let's go yep they uh are working on an order to ban the display of the confederate flag less than a week after the marine corps issued a directive to do so wow i mean who saw that coming Mm-mm. okay i mean i feel Who's like it should have already been in place but hey Mm-hmm. i mean but you know what you, whenever you come it's, right it's when that, it's time. that's how i feel it's been too late for a long time and it would have been too late tomorrow as well so might as well do it today um so we appreciate the navy around here mm-hmm. okay for doing the right thing finally welcome to the cookout no clouds in my stones let it rain i had the plane in the bank coming down like the Dow Jones. The i mean this is Rihanna's crew, the Navy, so I guess they'll be coming through repping that, our girl. That's what I thought you were talking about at first. That's why I was like, the Navy, Navy? No, I mean, just the, the U.S. Navy, not the Rihanna Navy, but I guess they're gonna come in in their white uniforms and, and, and sashay for us and do a little bit of the, uh, swabbing the deck, you know? Come on, Jeff, Jeff Bezos got it, so all the military can show up. Yeah, we're gonna probably have this on some of y'all boats, okay? Because we're gonna be able to afford it with Jeff Bezos' money. Come on. So, the Navy will be at the cookout for mm-hmm. <clears throat> checks notes, taking down the Confederate flag in 2020. All yes. right. Yep. That's cookout worry worthy now. That is. The bar is so low. let's see who else is getting in um roger goodell okay what was that what he do he admits the nfl bungled the kneeling (gasps) protest and said we were wrong yes he did Mm mm-hmm he said we were wrong and the sporting world lost his mind yep (laughs) it started ruckus 
yeah yeah he finally came out and uh admitted now a lot of people don't know how the nfl works so they wanted him to say kaepernick's name in it which i'm assuming they probably can't because of the um the legal uh bindings of the deal that they signed with him so they probably can't the other thing they said was then hire kaepernick and that no no offense to my blacks i know y'all just casually follow sports and i'm probably a little bit of a sports nerd but that's not how any of this works Mm-mm. so he can't personally get kaepernick hired because right, he doesn't he have tried that already right. he clearly has been trying it behind the scenes uh him and jay-z have incentivized teams to do it it they these racist ass owners don't want to do it roger goodell himself is probably not a racist in the way that you think of racism right um and you know he's like he he personally would love to not have this on his resume the the entire thing but his job is to carry water for the owners and he came in on some law and punishment shit so to me this is him reaping the benefits of that and so now he has to deal with the consequences of looking like the principal right everyone looks at the principal and go let him back into school and it's like i didn't kick him out and i can't let him back in but you tried to make yourself look all powerful 10 12 years ago when you got the job and was punishing people for getting duis and shit anyway uh some players put out a a video basically saying we want the league to say black lives matter and it was all because of a rogue employee that basically coordinated all this shit um through the players and stuff and probably expected to be fired off of this but then goodell was with it because goodell probably is with it um (laughs) uh but the owners are not you know these old rich white men are not with any of this black lives matter shit and so uh he gave a statement and from his basement looking like a hostage mm-hmm. um, we the national football league admit we were wrong for not listening to nfl players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest um so yeah he he uh i guess he's coming to the cookout mm-hmm. god i gotta, I gotta find some mm-hmm. uh some i guess some sports worthy music, music. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't even know if i know any uh sports uh songs um for the nfl anyway right oh you know what this one is kind of everybody uh this is kind of everybody's uh sports song if, uh, if i can find the right, right why why is this not on here hold on a second okay uh <laughs> uh ah go to a different browser different one maybe it's another mm, one nah um uh, hold on um give me one second oh you could yeah he done came a long way like like them slim cigarettes yeah um it's it's just one of those things where i think he got forced into having to to um have their back and um there was really nothing he could do about it Mm-mm. you know because the players now are exercising their power in a way that they never have before in the nfl this is big right because um, they've been about that shield and nobody speak up yeah so and the nba players been out here a hot minute going fuck donald trump right <laughs> right they have like they be like the fuck you gonna do i'm gonna go play basketball at the bar and still be rich 
yeah nba players been saying something anyway this is the song we fly no lie you know it's you gonna come in and run the 40 yard dash with us you gonna be all-time quarterback come on over here raj we're gonna have them big blowouts with the hole in the middle they're gonna be throwing the ball he gonna he gonna supply all the football shit right come on in Billy be like, uh, okay, we thank you for being here. Sign up here for the flag football team, the tackle football. We got five and under over there. Bring we got Tom- the teenagers over here. Bring Tom Brady with you. Yes. And all the Gatorade. You know you bring all the Gatorade, yes, the, okay? The, the field goal. You want to do the field goal kicker? You over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Let's see who else is coming in. Uh, we'll do one more. Uh, white cops and civilians wash black protesters faith leaders feet and ask for forgiveness oh we just talked about the story did we We, did we oh we did this one already i thought we did okay yeah yeah you know what we did do this one Mm -hmm. yeah that was a weird one uh but you know what i'm i don't understand that's some religious shit so i'll let the christians fight about that um (laughs) like what (laughs) i gotta listen to t with queen and jay and uh they both seem to hate it so you know i'm assuming there's a lot of black people that did not fuck with that (laughs) so i don't know if it worked the way they thought it would work but the blacks were it seemed like a lot of the blacks were not feeling it okay we we were sending that we needed another nominee to come in panthers the our our home team our favorite nfl team is the north the the carolina panthers Mm mm-hmm panthers in relationship with cpi security at the ceo's george floyd protest remarks did we do this one yeah we talked about it but i don't think we invited him to the cookout i remember okay. talking about that story the carolina panthers ended their relationship with cpi security on saturday evening the announcement comes after a release of an email containing what the leader of local community group called racist comments the panthers issued a statement stating last saturday we said we are committed to doing our part and we mean it cpi has been a long-term oh, partner mean it. and and listen you guys don't live here but cpi and the panthers hand uh, in hand yes the cp they, they got like a dog and, and yeah cpi security like a dog house or something where they do like the pre-games for like the am station over here so i don't know i don't remember if they do that but i know luke keachley was a cpi person they do all these commercials and oh, the local i forgot they do they yeah. do tons of them commercials it's it... a big fucking deal if you watch a panthers game these commercials come on like every it, other commercial yes, break they do so cpi security got to be giving them all the money yeah not not only they did it uh the hornets followed behind them well the way to i'm sorry it's okay and the hornets did it too y'all so the hornets the hornets uh <laughs> i ruined the punchline uh it's okay uh anyway i guess i was like everybody went along we can just skip to the to the song this is david nevermind and today's controversy is coming from yet another member or should i say members of the hip-hop community cd pablo a new artist signed under jive has picked up with timberland out of ca in a quest for redeeming the title 
come on in here david tepper and michael jordan okay michael's already coming to the cookout okay he been about this life what but yes. david tepper come on through player like a helicopter north carolina one for you this one for who us 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 come on and raise up turn it around your head like a helicopter uh yeah man might go to a game now shout out to shout out to the panthers and that's big time because you don't like outside Mm-hmm. they did they did that yeah quick but, too like i'm right. saying dude said that shit on like saturday night and saturday a little bit later at the night the panthers had put out a statement and, and i woke up the next morning and the hornets had put out a statement and y'all know what i'm not trying to find it y'all this is like probably millions of dollars that they they instantly lost mm-hmm. because both of these like they literally i probably uh did they like arenas but they probably did both of the arenas you know they probably did a, a bunch of other you know shit and for them to end that i know um uh, other people's probably rubbing their hand, doing the um with the Birdman hand rub, going, "Come on, I we want some of that money over here." Mm-hmm. All right, I saw I said that that would be the last one. Oh, we got another so, one. No, no, I thought I said that okay. would be the last one, so I just I just leave it at that one. Um. All right, let's get into um. You know what? Nah, fuck that. Let's do one more. We do one more, y'all. Okay. Uh, after speaking out about George Floyd's death property brother jonathan scott gives the four non-profits come on property brothers that's my one of my favorite shows mm-hmm um, they're my identical brothers mm-hmm yeah he uh he come on through property brothers the he, they they did it they i mean what can you say they i mean yeah he uh he's committing to use his platform his voice for affecting lasting change i'm committed to listening i'm committed to learning i should use my voice my platform my vote to affect lasting change this is not an overnight fix but i believe good shall prevail and we all are responsible to speak up about the injustices around us silence solves nothing man this is why this is why um biden gonna win y'all i'm telling y'all it's not gonna be us these whites they are acting different if we can just keep them till november till acting this way till november and they'll wake up and be like wow biden won because they 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 weren't saying shit in 2016 not a fucking thing trump was racist as shit in 2016 man they wasn't talking i'm gonna use my voice i'm gonna donate to black lives Matter. they didn't give a fuck niggas was dying in the streets anyway it's not about that that's holding old things against them we're not doing that here Mm -hmm. we here to be inviting people into the cookout that's what's important (laughs) and i almost forgot okay mm-hmm. we'll be back okay um so yeah i guess um we gotta invite him into the cookout he'll be building some shelters okay come on y'all go over to go there and check him out i knew you was a property brother but i didn't know you was down with the property brothers okay we appreciate you over there uh pimp yeah we know some of y'all been looking for some homes okay come over here and help us uh build this uh cookout shelter okay we want an indoor pool and an outdoor pool shout out to ray j okay 
we appreciate you bro can we get it's, some air conditioning up in here all right it's hot all right we need an indoor pool and an outdoor pool <laughs> we got an indoor basketball court and an outdoor basketball court fucking with with jonathan over here come on coming on in here hooking up the non-profits and uh helping us uh get the vote out okay right can you build us a little booth for registration for voting okay we're gonna need that oh, yeah you know can they can we appreciate you jonathan okay yeah, somebody said oh i need an open concept i want them walls you know i you know they say you like a house with good bones well do you like a, a big bone woman because i have several aunts here jonathan yes they okay. mean in the kitchen okay do you like red bones i want to do you know that do you like neck bones okay because we got all kinds of bones up yes, in the cookout yes i know you like them greens but do you like them collard greens okay we trying to get the hookup all right oh man appreciate you jonathan appreciate you snuck on in the cookout ain't that some shit uh all right let's get the wrapping this up um what should we wrap it up with uh, i guess we could do guess the race um yeah let's do guest race let's do guest race let's get my guest race music out um now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's get to guess number one a woman is facing a possible jail sentence after lashing out at her ex-boyfriend when she tried to rekindle their relationship bullshit decca ahmed 41 turned up at the home of sylvester's rulis 28 she's 41 he's 28 okay. okay during the lockdown on april 15th and she messaged him saying surprise i'm downstairs and i've got a bottle of wine however when he poured it into tumblers rather than wine glasses she flew into a rage and threw it at him what the, what is a tumbler a tumbler is like a liquor like what you drink brown liquor in like a small okay. glass like it doesn't have a stem like a wine glass um she threw she threw it he dodged out the way it smashed into a cabinet a man then slapped him around the face 10 times and hit his roommate ravis melders with a belt before they were able to bundle her out of the house that what the roommate got to do with it probably trying not to be a trying not trying to help trying to save somebody's life that was when she dropped her knickers and defecated on the doorstep of his home in south kensington not the knickers this is not from the united states no the couple had been in a relationship since 2018 but as a result of the previous trouble mr rulis was banned from seeing ahmed he appeared in court via video link as he is cur- currently in custody on various charges including stealing the doorbell doorbell from ahmed's home ahmed said took, that was on the day she attacked the hmm? she took the ring off the door i guess so this is weird though because he's the one in jail oh he's in jail she hit jail she hit him but he's in jail according to this he appeared in court 
as is he uh yeah he is currently in custody on various charges including stealing the doorbell from a man's home a man said that on the day she attacked him with the tumbler she was at his house to retrieve the doorbell and that he had invited her in for wine however district judge alex jacobs at westminster court rejected her version of events and convicted her of criminal damage and two counts of assault by beating so why the hell did he ever go to jail i don't understand mm-hmm. for stealing the doorbell possibly some other unrelated shit anyway the defendant became upset by the complaint drinking wine complaining drinking wine from a water glass rather than a wine glass her previous convictions make it apparent that when she is in drink she resorts to violence including using glasses and throwing them towards the complainant mr ruler says she was drinking too much and when she drinks too much she is very aggressive and angry over little things she texted me saying surprise i'm downstairs i got a bottle of wine she had six or seven glasses of whiskey and i had two or three she slapped me eight to ten times in the face she said i can do anything anytime because i'm the woman and there won't be any bruises on your face she wanted to have physical contact again my flatmate gets home she doesn't like my flatmate so i asked her nicely to go to my bedroom and talk for a little while with her when i then i went back to talk with my flatmate let me tell you something this 41 year old woman must be putting that thing on this dude yeah because nobody gonna she should have never got in the house right he was in there like well maybe we could talk in the bedroom she must have been putting it down. i'm okay you downstairs now what right well my roommate's here mm-hmm. i mean we can move to something more private she was aggressive rude disrespectful i went back to the bedroom i realized she was using my phone i saw facebook was open to instagram and she added nasty text to my facebook which i deleted straight away she got super aggressive and started fighting my flatmate trying to kick him and then i realized this is out of control oh then and we had to call the police somehow he managed we he managed for her to be outside the door when she started being really loud outside the door afterwards she was outside banging the door suddenly it was silence he was standing outside inside looking at what was going on outside he said she was urinating and shitting outside my main front door i saw from the third floor window that she was slapping him with a belt she was trying to take his bicycle out and he was trying to take it indoors six police officers arrived and tried to pin her down she would be sentenced in crown court at a later date guess the race of um what was her first name um deca ahmed deca ahmed indian all right let's take the chat room blaming her actions on megan markle uh boo boo brown black a middle eastern karen uh wanted to speak to his manager about these tumblers white she wanted bollywood uh he gave her the hood indian she is middle eastern black block block lois matter uh <laughs> i think it's block lois matter i don't think it's they said it to you. uh middle eastern white passing asian uh southeastern asian Mills trying to chase youngins middle eastern middle eastern pakistani brown ish says barger well the correct answer is karen what'd you say indian yeah or something like middle? like india like india in that area. well you got it wrong she's black oh with that name and some of you got it right I know a black when I see one, and that's a black. 
okay yeah she just happened to have a name just like a mm-hmm. kind of like an indian middle eastern name and it don't crack that's 41 right there looking you in the oh, face she's beautiful okay she's crazy but beautiful mm-hmm i mean listen sometimes you gotta let some money shit on your steps okay who knows what other shit she was into uh woman kicked pregnant woman in the stomach because unborn child was a demon baby what i know karen we if i had a dime you know we've all been there before demons told me to do it who told you to do it the demons um a Litchfield park woman is facing charges after allegedly kicking a pregnant woman in the stomach telling her that her unborn child was a demon baby uh police say diamond martinez also punched the pregnant woman's 12 year old sister in the face jesus Ooh, everybody was getting them hands and feet apparently this is like how future reacts when you tell him that you pregnant with his baby oh no it happened early sunday morning during <laughs> okay even future's not that bad i take it back i'm sorry he just threatens to kill you um early sunday morning near downtown phoenix hotel according to the public court documents the arresting officer martinez 27 standing over and holding the victim by her hair police say the victim told martinez uh told the martinez got in the pregnant woman's face and pushed her the 12 year old then stepped in front of her older sister and told martinez to stop and that her sister was pregnant and that's when martinez allegedly punched the girl the probable cause for arrest statement says martinez grabbed the other woman by the hair and scratched at her face the two then went to the ground and during that diamond kicked the victim in the stomach the victim told police she is seven months pregnant oh my god police took martinez into custody without further incident but she told them that she did not understand her miranda rights when they ran it, read them to her she also refused to give a legally required dna sample of course um while court documents indicate martinez might be mentally disturbed her mental health history is not known it's also not clear if martinez and the victim are acquainted or what happened before martinez confronted the victims uh judge set a secured appearance bond of thirty five hundred dollars she is facing two felony charges of aggravated assault karen guess the race of uh what's her first name diamond martinez black all right martinez Mm -hmm, that's what i said latino latinx okay so you're not black all right let's check the chat room rosemary baby daddy new girlfriend latinx uh she probably got a knife to stab people latino latina washes feet white passing latinx her she lights those candles from the bodega <laughs> players club black what in the rosemary baby going on latino latina forgive me father i'm about to whip this bitch ass black latina diamond no silk black black the correct answer is and karen you said latinx mm-hmm. you got it wrong she's black and uh I, i'm gonna put a picture on screen but i think i have to reload y'all my the option to share my screen is no longer on my screen i'm gonna have to refresh give me one second everyone okay you do that all right i'll be right back um yes, hopefully it loads everything let me pause this all right so uh i think i don't know if i played the applause so some people did say black uh did you even look at the screen to see she looked black to me what you think mm-hmm. all right just checking uh, so I, I was thought it was coming at my back 
it's okay um so yeah let's go to the bonus round guys karen's clearly uh out of it all right she don't care no more she's owing to i know i'm terrible double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is over two i'm doing terrible today y'all can she get at least one guys let's see in the bonus round i mean i get this at least i'll be back to zero Mm-hmm. hopefully a florida woman has been arrested for hamburger battery as state begins returning to normal <laughs> a hamburger battery i've heard of hamburglers but never ham batterers okay um i bet she won't get hired at mcdonald's let's see no even in the country rolled by mayhem and disease floridians still find the time to assault someone with a hamburger according to police tanya cordero 47 was arrested uh monday evening following a confrontation with a boyfriend in largo mobile home at a largo mobile home owned by the man's mother oh cordero and the 39 year old victim have four children in common according to arrest affidavit through though a grandmother uh has full custody of the couple's offspring oh that's never good Mm-mm. you got four kids in common but the grandmama running everything mm-hmm. that's that's not a good history Mm-mm. the conversation between codero and her boyfriend was reportedly touched off when codero seen that seen that right became upset when the man closed a window in her room so investigators alleged codero smashed a hamburger in his face Mm. when questioned by police codero denied doing so but her boyfriend still had hamburger in his ear upon arrival Duh! where's the beef in my ear mm-hmm. hopefully it wasn't a, a burger king burger mm. cordero cops added made it uh, 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 uh it did been flame broiled cordero made a comment that she hoped he choked on the burger charged with domestic battery of misdemeanor cordero was later released from the county jail on her own recognizance the judge has ordered her to have no contact with the victim cordero's rap sheet includes conviction of theft narcotics possession provided a false name to police in january she was convicted of battering her boyfriend during the october 2019 argument about one of their children's about one of their children's halloween costume she served three months in jail on that conviction jesus okay uh why are y'all together at this point because i mean good grief halloween costume closing the window like beating somebody's ass can't be the answer to everything anyway guess the race what was the name again tanya cordero cordero i'm gonna go with white karen's going with white let's check the chat room uh meth head white false name to police white (laughs) them whites um not a lot of guesses uh bigger burger batterer black i'm going over three i guess florida white white she's mad because he didn't crush up her bath sauce right white nobody in that oh. house get me got mcdonald's money black white dominican old florida white and white uh put her in the paddy wagon white the correct answer is and i will accept latinx and dominican i will count but everybody else got it wrong <laughs> One person got it right, so golf clap. It's doing that thing where I can't show you guys my screen. Give me one okay. second. Um, 
matter of fact this time i'll just copy and paste the uh link into the chat you guys can click on it if you want to okay um but uh it won't let me show y'all my screen without refreshing and i didn't want to have to refresh on y'all again you know so just leave it at there all right let's go to sword ratchetness and then we'll get out of here Mm-hmm. yeah i went with dominican but you know she, she could did. be some level of black she did yeah her face looks like i'd do it again right like you're gonna get this motherfucking you're gonna get a double bun double burger next time like <laughs> uh 20 you're gonna get it my way not your way right uh let's see three attack with bamboo sword over bamboo and a sword over argument over wearing a mask oh shit three persons including two brothers were attacked in chamber using bamboo sword and chopper after they stopped a man for not wearing a mask while using a public toilet so the sword was made out of bamboo no bamboo comma sword and oh so we're using bamboo and a sword mm-hmm. but goddamn according to talak nagar police station uh Kurtin Singh Surendra Singh Rana 34 his brother Ender Singh 33 and their friend Masood Shaikh 22 uh were near the public toilet in Nagawadi at PL Lockhand Road when they indulged in an argument with one Salim Sadiq 38 um he sound like he'll cut a nigga come on uh Kurt Kurt Singh's father runs the public toilet they ask you run the toilet okay yeah ask Sadiq to wear a mask before using the toilet which led to an argument between them uh later in the night so it's not just America later in the night around 8 15 p.m Sadiq and three of his accomplices attacked Kurt Singh Ender Singh and Masu with a bamboo stick while Ender Singh was attacked on the head and back using a sword and a chopper uh, yeah because i wonder was it like a how was it like a public toilet where uh they dig holes in the ground was a public toilet where it was separate you know because it varies well why don't you go over there and see karen because oh, i no. don't have to answer these questions okay oh i don't know please either. don't go just to know me over here okay i don't i don't know i don't know either <laughs> but we stand in line for the toilet it's a public the toilet runs it. apparently somebody runs it this is all the information i have in this loosely translated article i i don't have any details i'm sorry the police have arrested Sadiq under Indian Penal Code, uh, Section 307, uh, attempt to murder and 324, voluntary cause and hurt by dangerous weapons or means. Among others, they are looking for the three other suspects. Mm-mm-mm. Hope you catch them. It's not just America that don't want to wear the mask. Apparently. All right, y'all. That's it for today's episode. Thank y'all for listening. You can find us on theblackouttips.com. Oh, the premium page works again. I had to take it down for a bit because I couldn't get the shit to work, but I figured it out. So if you want to sign up, I mean, you can still just go to theblackouttips.com slash register and become a premium listener. You can also go to theblackouttips.com slash premium and become a, a premium listener as well um so yes and thank you for all those that are becoming premium yeah we see y'all out there people are still coming becoming premium in this time in these times um yes in these times these uncertain times where black people have just called them these times all the times is uncertain (laughs) yes they are but yeah you can uh check us out there i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and um you know until next time 
I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.